You are Locked On Vikings, your daily Minnesota Vikings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Vikings on the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy Monday. It's a brand new week, week after Thanksgiving. Time to start talking and thinking about Christmas. I got the tree up yesterday, got the lights on the house, it's all good. And it somehow turned into a balmy 55 degree day, loving it here in Minneapolis, where a lot of people are getting fired up about these Minnesota Vikings. People are starting to look further ahead to the first round bye, the home playoff game slash games, the home Super Bowl. And of course, the danger of that is if it spreads into the locker room that the team starts looking too far ahead. I think they've got a pretty good attitude in light of what happened to them last year. As far as results yesterday, generally good ones for the Vikes. I don't think anybody expected the Bears to upset the Eagles, and they certainly did not. 31-3, Eagles win, they're 10-1, and and they sustain a one-game lead in the NFC. Vikings will have to get them another time, maybe in two weeks, when the Eagles play the Rams. And speaking of the Rams, they beat the Saints yesterday, and that's a big one for Minnesota. Vikings now with a one-game lead plus tiebreaker on the Saints and Rams, and that's gigantic. And now, you might say the biggest threat coming is Carolina, because Carolina possesses the same 8-3 and three record, plus a chance to claim the tiebreaker for Minnesota. Panthers and Saints play each other next week, and that will basically determine Who's going to be the the division winner in the NFC South and who's going to be the wild card team? Vikings definitely want the Saints to win that game so that they could absorb a loss to the Panthers more easily. And how good was that Packers game last night? Green Bay loses 31-28. Brett Hundley had his best game as a pro, but it wasn't enough. Packers mismanaged the clock late, gave Ben Roethlisberger 27 seconds. It was too much time. And Antonio Brown made an unworldly catch that in fast motion, 100 times out of 100, I would not have assumed he was in bounds. And the officials somehow got it right on the field as he planted and dragged. And he said after the game, that's the technique, plant, drag. And he got one foot up along the sideline, the back foot dragging. He hauled it in somehow, some way. And then Boswell hit the field goal to win it. Packers lose. DOA on the Packers. I know they've been written off before at about this point in the season, but that was when they had Rodgers for all of their games. At minimum, he's gone for two more games, and the Packers would have to go 5-0, and and even if they do, I'm not sure they'll be able to make it at 10-6. This is usually when the Seahawks start heating up. You've got the Panthers, Saints, and Falcons all vying for double-digit wins, maybe, and they're going to beat up on each other to some extent. But I just don't see how... 10 wins even gets it done. Packers might not make it if they ran the table. And last night really solidified their fate, I think. Vikings can't clinch the division next week, but they can reduce the magic number to one. If they win and the Lions lose to the Ravens in Baltimore, that would create a four-game spread. But it would also create a scenario where if the Vikings lost out and the Lions won out, Lions would have that tiebreaker. But Minnesota's right on the verge of putting this thing away. It might already be put away. Lions probably shifting their gaze to the wild card, where they are still very much 
in that hunt just one game back. Vikings got a mini bye week and they returned to Winter Park today. They had an early morning locker room session and we have some audio from that. How about Jarek McKinnon, who's going back to Georgia where he's played once before, but he's got ample friends and family. Remember, he went to Georgia Southern. He grew up in Atlanta. This is a big homecoming for him and he's pretty excited about it and to face this defending NFC champion team. Jerk with a three-game lead in the division now, how do you sort of approach these last five games? Uh, just stay hungry. Uh, continue to play with that chip on our shoulders. And, uh, and just find a way to keep winning games. So, yeah. Do you kind of view these next couple as playoff primers? I mean, you had Detroit and now a couple others that are vying for playoff uh, Yeah, I think, you know, we played a lot of good teams. Uh, you know, New Orleans earlier in the year, uh, L.A. weeks ago. All these teams are playoff caliber teams. They're doing really well this year. So I, I think, you know, this, those games, you know, is giving us you know, more experience as we get toward the end of the season. Do you pay attention all the, to tiebreakers at this point and sort of look and say, hey, we may need this to, to do it? Um, not really because, um, you know, you're going to control what you can control. Um, but I did get to see some games yesterday, and I did see the L.A. New Orleans game. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just all about, you know, handling what we need to handle. Did you see Atlanta? I didn't, but I seen the score. Yeah, I seen Julio had a really nice game too. So, yeah, it'll be interesting this week. Does that make you think that you guys are going to have to really score a lot of points to kind of keep up with what they might be able to do? Um, no, we just got to do what we got to do. Uh, you know, our defense is playing really good right now, playing great football. And, uh, you know, we know they're going to make their plays. You know, for us, it's just about, like you said, I guess scoring points, creating separation. So. You ever find yourself peeking at the NFC standings, like just in downtime between games at all? Nah, I think yesterday, I guess was the first time I really just like just checked out a whole bunch of stuff going on with that. But for the most part, nah. So were you going for the Rams in that Saints Rams game, or did you have a horse in the race? I just wanted it to be a good game. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Rams. I definitely say I'm probably going for the Rams. Yeah. yeah. Because you know what comes with that. So. Right. You guys have had three straight games of 400 uh, total yards or more as an offense. So what do you think is clicking now? Maybe even better than it was a month ago. We're just making big plays. Uh, you know, throughout the game, we're just making finding a way to make those explosive plays. You know, whether it's running the ball, passing the ball, uh, either or. But I mean, you know, the offensive line's been playing lights out this year. And, uh, you know, I think that has a big part to do with everything. You know, those, those guys up front just, you know, allowing Case to have time. Uh, she was getting open and then the running game as well. Jerk, you say you guys, you know, need to continue to play with a chip on your shoulder. Where where does that chip come from? Coach Yeah, uh, yeah Coach Zim, you know, he's just always pushing to us. Just, you know, stay focused. He does a great job of keeping us focused. And, um, you know, always reiterating that, you know, just keep that chip on your shoulder. And, um, you know, I think, you know, that's the main reason we're seeing that you know, right now. You never know. I could think Yeah, I'd probably say that's, that's the main reason right there, head man. So. Hey, Jerry, going back to Georgia, is there any personal significance for you in this one? Yeah, I can't lose because if I lose, I have to hear it for a whole year. So, yeah, I'm trying to do everything I can to um, – Make a play when I get a chance to. I uh, have a lot of family there as well, so it'll be fun. How much family do you expect showing up for this one? A lot. Um, man, a lot. I can't even name it. So a lot. But it's going to be fun, though. It's back home, home city. 
Uh, hopefully I can score a touchdown. I want to do a celebration, so we'll see. Got something in mind? I got something in mind. <laughs> <laughs> were there a lot of family and friends that were pretty invested in that Super Bowl last year? Yeah. Um, you know, for a minute, it looked like they were going to take it, and then for a few minutes. came back, and then the whole city just... <laughs> went down, so it's all good. Like I said, like they were in Super Bowl last year, it's going to be a good defense. Um, yeah, they got a lot of playmakers on defense too. So yeah, we'll have our hands full. How much time do you spend there in the off season? In Georgia, yeah. um, no. maybe a couple weeks. Not too much. I don't like to be home too long, you know. But yeah, it's always fun to go back and just you know see people, family, and stuff like that. Can't wait to see what McKinnon does if he gets in the end zone. He's had a lot of touchdowns stolen away from him this year by Latavius Murray getting all those goal line carries. McKinnon's got to start getting in from the 10 instead of uh, getting down to the 2 and letting Murray take it from there. How about Terrence Newman? He always has wise words to say. He's always got focus. And that's the kind of presence that will keep a team grounded if they are bordering on uh, getting too cocky at this point in the season. And he talked about how meaningless really everything is right now. It all depends on where you stand at the end of the season. Right now we still got work to do. And I think that's the mentality that everybody has. You know, we've got five games left, and you know, the things that we want to do are still ahead of us. We haven't done it yet, so nothing's done other than the fact we won nine games this far. We're just talking to Xavier about matching up with Julio Jones and all that goes into this week. What's that like for you when he locks up on this? I think it helps because you know one person, you study one person, and kind of fill out all their tendencies and their mannerisms. And, um, you know, he's he's been excellent as far as you know lining up on a guy and pretty much shutting him down. So you know, this week, I don't think it's going to be you know, any different. That's his job, and he uh, he's one of the hardest working guys I, I've ever seen. So um, you know, matchup wise, I mean, his size with Julio's size and uh, his abilities, it's going to be a good matchup. Does that take a lot of pressure off the rest of the defense if you get one guy that can lock up their guy? Yeah, but this team's a little bit different because they throw the ball to everybody. Um, you know, everybody eats on that, on that offense, so um, it's going to be crucial that our, our front guys get out of the quarterback and make them uncomfortable. How do you feel about these two-game stretch coming up, Atlanta, Carolina, down south, jockeying for It wouldn't matter who position. it is. I'd feel yeah. the same. We've got to get our job done. I mean, it's that simple. Uh, you know, to me, it's, it's the end of the season. You know, you got to continue to win games. That's it. It doesn't matter who the opponent is. But at least in terms of Atlanta, they starting to look like that team that made it to the Super Bowl. I haven't even seen them. So I couldn't tell you. I'm about to go watch it right now, but it doesn't matter who it is. You need to win games. I, mean, right. I don't care if it's Miami or Alabama. I mean, you got to win games. It's just that simple. Karen, in your experience here, being around I don't even know what. Like pushing out, you know, like no, kind of relinquishing some of his like play calling responsibilities. Has I, he gotten better? I don't know. Like we don't know any of that because we're in the field sure. and we just get a call from from bar. So I couldn't tell you. Uh, that'd probably be something a coach would tell you, but I, I we don't see any differences. So. He's been through a lot, obviously, like from last year, kind of stuff, you know, on the field, off the field. I mean, from where he's at from that point to now with a 9-2 and two team, have you seen him? Is there any part of his personality that's changed or anything that players notice? Hell no. <laughs> the only thing is he's a little happier because we're winning games. Okay. Um, he's still grouchy, you know, days, but he's the same guy. The only difference is... Uh, 
he's probably you know happier some mornings than others because first he can see and he doesn't have to have any surgeries and you know second you know, we're winning some football games so it makes it easier for sure. Terrence, what can be said about wanting to play your best football in December heading into the postseason that as well as you guys have been playing that whether you continue that or need to take it to another level here in the month of December? I would say that uh, I'd rather play my best football in January and February but I mean December is just as important because you have to get to January and February so uh, you know it's something where we, we've got to just pretty much stay focused you know I, I got a lot of questions about playing good and all this but it only matters when you do that you know in January you know you got to play good now here to get to that that, that place and then Hope that you're at your best uh, as a team and, and continue to, to string some wins together and, and make a run. So uh, these next couple weeks are going to be huge um, as far as the division goes, uh, you know, and, and, and trying to get to the playoffs and, and do what we want to do. Finally, we heard from Xavier Rhodes, and Xavier Rhodes gets to take on Julio Jones on Sunday. Jones just went for. 250-plus yards in a Falcons win against the Bucks. Last time the Vikings faced him, they shut him down. Can they do so again on Sunday? Won't be easy. Xavier Rhodes has the big assignment. Thanks, guys. Julio Jones. Heck of a game yesterday. Yeah. What was it? 13 catches? 268? Yeah, two touchdowns. Uh, yeah, we won the best. You know, expect to have a guy like him. Um, it's a norm for him. Known for us to know him putting in the type of numbers. Last year, I think it would put up 300. So, yeah. When you're preparing for a guy like that, I mean, extra film work during the week or just take yeah, I've been week. playing, I think it's my fourth time playing against him. Uh, I believe, no? Third or fourth? This is my fourth, right? So it's the same, same, same regimen, same thing, you know, going to the game. No, don't believe in height. Don't, don't, don't be afraid of the name. Just believe it's a game. You know, you know, I know he's one of the best receivers in the league. And um, I just got to go and play with the mindset, having confidence going against him. Who's on that right? What's he going to play against? Oh, uh, he's a great quarterback. He's great. Um, you can tell they, uh, they bond. The chemistry is off the walls. You know, he believes in Julio. He's going to put the ball in place that Julio only can get it. And um, that's anywhere, <laughs> honestly. He could throw it to the ground and Julio finally in the catch. So, um, I mean, I don't know. You know, it's going to be a tough matchup for him and, um, and, 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 and uh, the chemistry of them guys. Huh? And the last time you guys. I'm not going to give them all the credit, but at the same time, we're really good defense. We're going to try our best to go out there and, and make it tough on, on Maddie. On Maddie and, um, Try to stop Julio and the receivers. Is that your last time you guys went out there two years ago? We were able to hold him to 10 points. What about that approach worked? Oh, that, I mean, that was last year. You know, we're going, going in. We've been doing good this year. So we're going to go out there and just go with the same approach we've been going against this whole year. And it's just be our defense, be aggressive, and, um, and, try to, and try to come up with a W. How much do you relish in one-on-one matchups against the great receivers? Oh, I've been doing that all year so far. So, um, I mean, this is my job. That's what I have to do. That's what I've been told I have to do each and every week. So, I mean, at first it was, it was a challenge, you know, and I was nervous, jittery my first time ever doing it. And then now it's just, it's come my job. I have to go out there and do it, help my team win, and um, I do whatever the coaches ask me to do. Do you remember what the first game was when you did that? Um, Calvin. Okay. Calvin Johnson. That was my first time. So, um, yeah. My first time following the guy with this Calvin Johnson. Yeah. So you know how I felt after that. Yeah. <laughs> 7-14. I 
Uh, your second year? Uh, I have my second year, yeah. You say you're told to do what the coaches tell you to do, but yeah. you have to embrace those challenges. Like, yeah, you embrace you, you'd walk yeah. in and say, hey, let me do this. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to tell a coach no. I mean, I mean, not only the coaches believe in you, the players, you know, they come and encourage me, like, you got this, you know, you can do it. You know, we watch you in practice, and you, you do good in practice, so we feel like you do good in the game, too. So, I mean, that lets me know they, they believe and trust in me, so I go in there the confidence, not only in myself, but also I feel like my teammates and my coaches have the confidence, too. So if I lack confidence on the field, I know they're going to encourage me and help me out on the field going against those guys. What about Julio's skill set makes him so difficult? I mean, Julio is Julio, big, fast, physical, get the ball once in the air. I mean, I don't believe he have any weakness at all. I mean, he's focused, don't really talk much on the field, so it's hard to get in his head. Um, yeah, he just... <laughs> Julio. <laughs> That's all for today. Back tomorrow. Hopefully we get Sage Rosenfels on the show. Had some scheduling conflicts today and with the Vikings being in the locker room early this morning. We'll try to get his thoughts on the Thanksgiving Day game and look ahead to Atlanta with Sage on Locked On Vikings on the Locked On Podcast Network.